It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929 X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Monday, February 12th, 2024. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. There she is. She's back. Hello. How are you, Shauna? I'm good. A little bit tired, but good. Um, you had a long travel day. Long ass travel day. Yeah. A weird one where like we don't even really know because you crossed the international date line. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I left Japan at 6 p.m. So it was great. On Sunday, I had this full day in Tokyo. Like it was a great. It was a big holiday. We got to see this like parade and all this awesome stuff. And then flew out to the airport. And then I arrived at 9 a.m. on Sunday. So I relived Sunday. For Super Bowl Sunday. I had two full Sundays. It was great. How weird. But very weird. I know. You've lost a full day on the way there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a 32 hours of being up straight. Oh. <laughs> so it was a long, long day. That's rough. And we had a little extra delay just to add insult to injury. But you know what? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I know you have some stories from your trip in the show today and coming up this week as well. Yeah. But give us like the, the quick version. How was it? It was unbelievable. Um, yeah, we did this five-day snowboarding tour. Like, it was a guided trip, and uh, I would never do it any other way. Like, we were up in Hokkaido, which also was crazy. I didn't realize um, where we were, which is a place called Azikawa, mm-hmm. and it is an hour-and-a-half plane ride north of Tokyo. So it's way up there. So it was, like, minus 20 the one day there, and it was, like, plus 14 in Tokyo. That's how... Wow, that's how, a big difference. But it's, like, the perfect dry snow up there because of how cold it stays. And um, there's all these tiny little resorts that we were at, and uh, the, the powder was the best powder uh, I've ever seen and will ever see. So You said there isn't much English spoken up there? No, it's great. We so, in, like, you're full-on in Japan, then? Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, and we were based out of Azakawa, which actually is 300,000 people. It's the second biggest city... Um, in Hokkaido. Mm-hmm. Um, so that part was fairly big, but n- n- most people didn't speak English there. And then we went to all these smaller towns to snowboard around, and people definitely didn't speak English. Wow. Yeah. I, it was pretty crazy because some of those towns, you, I think I'm like, you're the first white, blonde haired woman that some people have seen, huh. even older people, like in some of those towns. So, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was great. It was really cool. Um, yeah. It, the differences are pretty insane at those ski resorts and stuff too you order everything from a vending machine okay i know vending machines are huge in japan so like yeah at the cafeteria you don't talk to people you order all your food so it's all like pictures and you click this like button and then you get a ticket and drop it and they order everything is ordered (laughs) through that system like yeah it's crazy well you were saying even like I mean, everyone knows, everyone's probably heard about how orderly and clean Japan is and stuff now, but you said that there's such rule followers that they won't even, like, ever go out of bounds at the ski resorts, no. right? No, they don't, because, again, that's, like, their culture is to not duck ropes or go out of bounds or even in the trees on resorts. If they just stick to the runs where they're supposed to, to be. the runs. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's crazy. So because of that, of course, it leaves for all us assholes who like to dip, duck ropes and... Um, you know, go into the trees, it leaves all of that snow for us. So <laughs> you just go up the chairlift and you look everywhere and there's just powder, even if the the run isn't powder, there's everywhere else there is. You're like, I could go there, I could yeah, it was crazy. Well that's fun. Yeah, I know you shared some cool stories from your trip, even on the show today, which you will hear on today's podcast. Yes. Um you probably didn't watch any of the Super Bowl then yesterday, hey, if you were in transit. No, very no. I well I watched the about 
15 minutes when I landed, but yeah. Of the game? Mm-hmm. Didn't see the halftime show or anything? No. No. We watched the halftime show because McKenna was convinced Justin Bieber was going to be there because oh. uh, like Usher kind of discovered Bieber and their friends and Bieber was in town, but he didn't appear. It was okay. Yeah. It was funny because we're like, ah, this isn't bad. And Bo's like, you guys are Super Bowl halftime show snobs. Because like, you think about like, the millions of dollars that go into the production of that and like months of rehearsals. Oh, yeah. And we're like, eh, you've yeah. seen better. It's you true. <laughs> well, yeah, that's totally true. Yeah. Uh, well, today's show, yeah, you will hear a bit about Shauna's trip. We're going to talk about the Chinese Zodiac as Lunar New Year happened over the weekend. Um, we're going to talk a bit about the layoffs that happened at Bell Media last week. This news broke last week, but I didn't touch it. Mm-hmm. We talk about it today. Something really funny that happened in the NHL over the weekend. And more after your out-of-context clip. Breathe in love, Beckler. Love. Breathe out, eh? <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. In Japan, they take their convenience stores very seriously, Beckler. I don't know if you know this. I didn't, no. Uh, yes. So there's a bunch of convenience stores. There's one in every every corner, essentially. And everybody goes there for everything. 7-Eleven in, in Japan is in a different level. Like, it is... It's crazy. Like what you can get there? What you can get there, and it is where everybody goes for absolutely everything. Like, if you talk to anyone, it's like, well, we're going to go to 7-Eleven. Oh. But then there's so many other ones as well, and they're just as frequent, and they're all over the place as well. There's Lawson's. There's one, I forget, it's called Samson's or something. There's Family Mart. But people will judge you. If you go to any of the other ones, you the have 7-Eleven, the gold standard. They are the gold standard. Okay. And then if you go through anything else, I mean, you will the odd time. And some people will argue that the Lawson's maybe is still good for other things. But no, it's a big thing. Like people, they are convenience store snobs. Convenience in, store snobs. We is, don't really have that here, do we? We don't have that here, but there is a huge I mean, thing. I mean, I have convenience stores that I prefer over others. Yes, of course. But I wouldn't say I ever like look down on someone for where they shop. No, or... there they do. Okay. Wow. Take Snobbery, very, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you shop at that convenience store? Do they give out loser loyalty cards? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd rather starve to death than risk anything from that convenience store. <laughs> I, I wouldn't shop there if I were dying of thirst in the desert and it were the only store around. <laughs> I buy everything at my local convenience store. I'm actually allowed through the employee entrance now. <laughs> Did you hear she got food poisoning? I bet it was from that convenience store she eats at. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't find a coffee, dinner, condoms, a greeting card, Advil, an orange, a toothbrush, and cat food all in one go, I'm actually not interested. <laughs> you must go to Savon, Olivier. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. You were traveling home from Japan over the last couple days, so I imagine you didn't see what happened at the end of the Leaf Senators game the other night. No, I heard about it and I meant to watch it. I haven't yet, though. So if you missed this, the Senators are up 4 3 with just a few seconds left to go, and the Leafs have their goalie pulled. And this young guy from the Sens, Ridley Gregg, gets a breakaway on the empty net. And normally guys will just like, you know, shoot the puck in the net, let it slide in or whatever, push it in. He gets within a few feet of the net, winds up, takes a huge slap shot. And this game is in Ottawa, where I guess a lot of Leafs fans come and they said they've been loud all game and stuff. So Mm -hmm. he he scores the, the empty net goal on a slap shot. And the place is going crazy. And Morgan Riley comes over from the Leafs and cross checks him in the face. Oh, yeah. Well, so I, I have the audio here from you because it's, it's pretty. The is going to put the Listen to the goal horn guy. Oh, 
that guy was so fun. Holy crap, that is. So anyway, the hockey world has been in an uproar about this over the past couple of days about whether or not like it was disrespectful to take a slap shot on the empty net, whether Riley was justified going after him like he did. Yeah. Uh, Morgan Riley has a as a hearing with the league tomorrow, so I imagine he'll probably be suspended for that because it was after the play and everything. Right. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, everyone said he broke the code. You don't, you don't hot dog like that. And I thought it was just the funniest thing ever. I mean, I, I'm, I'm I don't <laughs> want to say fan, I kind so. of agree with Riley on that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, I've never seen someone like rip a clapper Holy on the empty crap, net. It was just, so funny. Come on, man. I just love it. And all the, everyone's going nuts. That's what it's all about. That's so much fun. Mm. Old school hockey fans wouldn't like that, though, because there's a code that you have to respect, yeah. right? Don Cherry would hate that. Oh, look at this. Ridley, great, good Canadian kid out of Lethbridge, Alberta, hot dog. And at the end of the game, he takes a big clappy on the empty net. And Morgan Riley comes over to give him the business. That's what you want to see. I don't think that's what a lot of fans do want to see, Don. Yeah, yeah, you know, the players got to police themselves and everything like that. And if you want a hot dog, you're going to take one in the chops. Nowhere in the rules does it say you need to take one in the chops. In fact, Riley's going to get suspended for this. No, they're going to pat him on the back and say, that's how you play the game. Good rock, I'm sock, I'm hockey. Support the chops. Let's go. And Shauna podcast. I just got back from Japan, and so I'm going to be talking about some things that I've observed of the culture sure, there. So yeah. I'm sorry about that. But no. there's one thing that is unmistakable, and I needed to just tell you right now Japan has the cleanest asses in the world. Were, were you checking them? Well, not personally. <laughs> Every single toilet is a bidet there. Every single one, okay? The crabbiest stores and bars in the world all have bidets. And everyone uses them. You can't go anywhere without getting a bidet on your toilet. So like every single toilet has a bidet? Every single toilet. It's crazy. Because here it's a really nice treat when you see one. Absolutely. And it's pretty damn rare. Uh, but there, every single toilet has a bidet. And that is something that I, I, I noted. And I was just like, this is crazy. There was a compost toilet. Okay. The toilet itself wasn't even mechanical. And there was a bidet attachment to it at one point. There wasn't even heat in the damn place. But there's a bidet to make sure that That's you impressive. clean your ass. Okay. It's impressive. Just to make sure that your ass is extra clean. I couldn't believe it. I was like, no matter where you go there you are certainly having a clean ass they're running tight clean bees over in Japan Absolutely hey good for no. them that's a real thing to hang your hat on I think Honestly, like, like I was just so impressed I just I wish I could well, I, I would have gone around and maybe just uh, you know done this done a little bit of the old just one more here we both have it okay I'm so glad we, I, I should have had that clip ready to go with everybody in Japan as well like just my god your ass must be clean nobody in Japan has to check their panties I mean they're very that. they're very nice there and very proper and I'm sure if I walked up to them I was like man this is one thing <laughs> I've discovered your culture loves a clean ass hey I don't know if they'd be overly Accepting of that? If it is Japan true, is running the cleanest bees in the world, who is running the dirtiest asses? And you don't have to answer that. It's us, <laughs> for don't. sure. It's for sure you, us here. There are places without running water, Shauna. It's not us. I, You know, but they don't necessarily have the bad food that we eat here in North America. Like, all this, you know, the... No, they have the even spicier food. stuff. You're right, but their asses are used to that, right? I guess so. And here we do. We just go down with all this process. So I think it's got to be us. You think it's us? And all the buffets. Most people here like shower once a day, to though. Go to Vegas right? and see your oh, eyes. Oh, that's true. Oh my god! It's just 
But that yes. is not what you want to be known for is the dirtiest bots in the world. You sure right? don't. But Japan, man, you have the cleanest asses. Honestly, I should have. Is the country that has to most. Check your panties. <laughs> they sure, be. Honestly, but also they have the onsens that everybody goes to, right? So not only do you have the bidets in the toilet, but everybody then goes and you clean your ass in the onsen three different times. You do it extra, extra clean. Hmm. My God, I just, can we carry that on here, please? That's a point of pride. That should be somewhere in their national motto. Please, isn't honestly, it? I just I should go back there. But like, excuse me, can check I your please? panties. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Uh, when you were gone, Shauna, did you see the news about uh, what's happening at Bell Media? Yeah, closing a bunch of radio stations, laying off. Oh, their parent company's laying off forty eight hundred people. Yeah, it, it was uh, lovely. I was not doing any. I wasn't looking at any of the news. And then, of course, the one piece of news I get is that uh, I was like, "Oh, that's great. That's really cool." Mm-hmm. And we know quite a few of the people who are we involved do. in those layoffs, yeah. um, which really sucks. Yeah, people who are going to be out of work now. I you know these yeah. these layoffs seem to happen at these big companies like semi regularly now. And yeah. I don't know if we've ever spoken about it publicly. I mean, there's obviously a lot of chatter within the industry within, when it yeah. happens, but. I don't think we've ever spoken about it publicly just because we work for a competing company. And mm-hmm. But this latest round of layoffs really pissed me off Yeah, for a, f- a few different reasons. And I think to understand why, like you'll know this, Sean, this isn't for your benefit, but to understand why these kind of layoffs are different than say if a tech company lays people off for an oil company, you have to understand that like radio is a different business. If you want to start selling shoes, let's say, mm-hmm. you can just open a shoe store Find a space, stock it with shoes, start selling shoes. Yeah, You can't do that in radio because there's only so many frequencies in a given region. So licenses are handed out by the CRTC. And with that license comes an expectation that you will do certain things, right? You'll play a certain amount of Canadian content. You'll uphold certain standards of broadcasting. You will be a good steward of the public airwaves, these yeah. frequencies that belong to all of us. Um, and when a company gobbles up all the stations in an area, guts them, fires the people who provide local content and who, you know, make those stations. Yeah. I wouldn't call that being a good steward of the public airwaves, would you? No. No. And this is what has been happening forever and years and years. And which I also find strange because the CRTC is supposed to be a governing body that's supposed to be protecting the industry as well and doesn't seem to be happening, right? And because I this shouldn't the monopolies that have happened, I don't think should should have happened to begin with. Mm-hmm. And now that they have, yes, these companies are operating as businesses would, unfortunately, and they are canning a bunch of people to try and save some money and answer to shareholders. Drive their stock price up yet, pay higher dividends to their shareholders, which is what happened with this latest round of layoffs. Yep. But this has happened for so long and it's you can't keep doing it this way because eventually there's nobody left. Basically, every time they want to up a share, like to to appease their shareholders, it's like, well, we want to increase our share. How do we do this again? Well, let's just can a bunch of people, Mm -hmm. and then that'll save us some money, and then our share will go up again briefly. Eventually, though, there is a ceiling on that because there is nobody left eventually, right? Well, and that's why I there was a comment from one of Bell's executives that really chapped my ass. He said in the news, I forget which executive it was, but he said... um, they're selling off all these stations because it's no longer a viable business. Yeah. It's like, it's well, yeah, the way you're running it, it's not a viable business. Because of what you've done, it's not a viable business. You strip the station down for parts just yeah. so you can pay out higher dividends to shareholders, and you say it's not mm-hmm. viable. And the, the problem with that especially is that for those of us left working in the business, there's this stigma that we then have to deal with in the public 
that we're working in a business that isn't viable, that radio yep. is a dying medium. And I think it's viable to the thousands of people who tune in every day. And to the stations who purchased these stations from these big companies. Yeah. Those companies, they think it's a viable business. Obviously, if they're going to buy from Bell. It. It's viable to our advertisers who yeah. continue to spend big money to reach our audience because they know that we've established this connection with them. Mm -hmm. It's not viable if you run it like Bell Media has been running it. Yeah. That's that, the difference. That and, comment when I read it, yeah. I, I was out having a good time with some friends and I was just, the one news item pops up and I see that comment and I was just like, can I just, I'm going to vent for one quick second. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. As you know, Beckler, I've been frequenting these like hot cold tubs as of late. So yeah. like the hot and then the cold plunge and it's been, it's been lovely. Big spa girl these days, big, eh? Big, big, big spa, spa girl. girl. And normally when I walk into this place, there's the, the Zen music that's playing. It's the, you know, just very kind of off in the background. I'm like, I, I quite enjoy this. So I'll leave that on. Um, but they have this, this iPad where you can actually change what is playing in the, in the place when you go. Okay. So you can kind of personalize it to whatever you want and go on any different channel or like listen to whatever music. If you're not down with the wooden flute music if, that they're usually if playing. If you don't want yeah. the wooden flute, the old hippie music. <laughs> uh, and normally, I, again, I leave it because I'm like, I would never listen to this on my own time, but it's it's nice in there. It's a good way to kind of zen your mind, I suppose. Uh, although the last time I was there, it was a, a little uh, step above that. It was a bit strange because there was this, this very um, intense breath work that was going on. So it started with what sounded kind of like the normal music in there. And then I started listening a bit more. And all of a sudden they were instructing you to breathe in love and then breathe out hate. Um, and I couldn't find the exact version of it, but I've got a similar idea as to what it was like. And it's just it's a little... Like so that was a bit weird. Because <laughs> you can hear someone. I'm like, what someone watching me? Loving inhale and loving exhale. Okay, so just listen. Mm -hmm. Inhale, lots of love in. Okay. And exhale, lots of love out. Anchor the brain. So this is the kind of stuff that was going on there. And I was just like, this is uh, interesting. <laughs> um, hearing somebody's voice, like, but it, it the, yeah. And then it was a lot of just breathe in love, breathe out hate. So I thought maybe we should do this. Okay, Becker, put it's me great. through one. Yeah, okay, I'll so, do it. Yeah, all right, here. So I'll do, we'll do the weird. Breathe in love, breathe out hate. Breathe in love, Becca. I'm feeling nice. Are you feeling good? I'm feeling really How's nice. How's it feeling, Beck? <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. A friend of mine, uh, she lives in Toronto. She posted that she was auditioning for a horror movie there. Oh, sweet. <clears throat> she was making audition videos in her apartment, and her neighbor texted to see if she was okay because the audition required her to scream like she's in a horror movie. Right. Um, I was like, no hmm. kidding. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably like a hundred people in close proximity to her in that apartment building that were also concerned. You'd probably also hear it like across the street. Yeah. It's Densely packed downtown Toronto condos. Choice. Yeah. I don't know if I would do that within my condo itself, but. That's what I thought. I was like, I wouldn't do it in the condo. But then here's a question. Where would you do it? Hmm. Yeah. You live in the heart of Toronto. 
Where could you go where it would be quiet enough for you to record your horror movie audition scream? Yeah, not many places. No. Uh, like an abandoned parkade or building or something? That would be about it. That might even be scarier. Yeah. If you were like going to your car and you heard someone in the parkade screaming like they were in a horror movie? Yeah. I'd be like, something terrible is happening. Regardless, if so, anyone heard you, yes, they'd be freaked right out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought of like going into the woods to do it, Blair Witch Project style. But yeah. Are th- are there deserted woods anywhere near downtown And Toronto? even if there is, is there, someone is bound to still hear it. And sure. then again, even more terrifying because somebody is screaming bloody murder in the middle of the woods. Scarier in the woods, probably. Mm, yeah, right? definitely. So she didn't have a whole lot of options. No. I get why she had to do it in the condo, but that's not a great choice. You'd think either. maybe you'd just like email the condo, I guess, in advance. Be like, just so you know, it's a test. <laughs> like a fire this alarm is a test. test. Yes, it's a test. <laughs> Okay, it will be happening from this time to this time, so ignore the screams. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Friend of the show, Miguel, said you could have used a face plunger. We were just talking about this, where you sing into that voice silencer. Yeah. Man, we like we talk about stuff and we forget about it immediately. I never even remembered that, yeah. No. Yeah. So Miguel's oh, yeah. sharper than we are, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And then friend of the show, John, said, I know where you could go to record yourself screaming bloody murder for an audition. A Shane Holmes paired home. We need to hire these people to yeah. do this for us. <laughs> you win. We'll step away. Do you guys can jump our, in instead. Yep. Better at our job than we are. Yep, it's <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, that's funny. I was um, I was talking with someone on the weekend, and I was saying, like, we have such loyal fans of this show that there are lots of people that know that know the show better than we do. Uh, 100%. Because we're thinking about, like, tomorrow's show. Yeah. Whereas, like, so many people know the stuff that we've already done. It's a different way of thinking about it, I think. But when we've trained, we train our minds, right, to instantly forget what we've talked about because yeah. we do have to move on to the next thing. So, Once yeah. you've done it, it doesn't matter anymore. I'm nope. Go. It's gone. It's done. Move on. Uh, for great, great submissions from Miguel and John. Thank yeah. you for that. Killed it. Thank you. Uh, Shane Holmes, Paired Holmes, you can do the yell test. They use next-level soundproofing, so it's a duplex, but you won't hear what's happening on the other side of the duplex, including auditioning for a horror movie, which involves screaming. <laughs> Learn more at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes. The better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I just got back from Japan, and I actually wound up meeting a couple people from Edmonton uh, okay. when I was there, which is hilarious because it was like, oh, we're in Japan, but... Um, we got chatting about something, and this is a little controversial, and I'm curious to know what you think about this. We were talking about which is better in the summer, Edmonton or Calgary. Oh, interesting. That's a good question, because Calgary edges Edmonton in the winter, no question, right? Hands down. Yeah, with hands proximity down. to the mountains and just the warmer weather, the Chinooks. Yeah, but a yeah. few of our friends who are Calgarians and them who are Edmontonians, we got into this discussion, and... Man, there's an unpopular opinion, but a few people were thinking, and I think the majority thought that Edmonton might win in this case. Edmonton is a nice city in the summer. Yeah. It's very green. The River Valley is beautiful. There's something happening like every weekend. That's the thing. They have, there are kings of festivals there. Yeah. So there's something happening every single weekend in Edmonton. Now, to be fair, like Calgary, of course, is still the proximity to the mountains. You don't lose that in the summer. It's, yeah. And the mountains are great in the summer, too. That's it. So, I mean, that's still a huge draw, of course, but... Edmonton, I don't know. There's something about it where in the summer, we all kind of like, it might win. And I hate to say that because I don't like Edmonton. Maybe part of the reason Mm -hmm. is that in Calgary, everybody is 
gone to the mountains in the summer, camping and stuff, whereas in Edmonton, everyone's around, everyone's in town, everyone's taking part in these things that are happening? Perhaps that's it, Maybe yeah. it's easier to get things going in Edmonton in the summer Yeah, because of that? And I mean, we have lots of events here that happen in the summer, but it's just not to the same level. No. Like the festivals there will shut down streets like every weekend, and they, I don't know, it seems like there's just always really bumping ha- festivals and concerts and stuff happening there in the summer. And they also, I mean, have to make up for the absolute crap that the they have to deal with in the winter. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why everybody comes out of hibernation. Terry's like, hello? <laughs> hello? And then starts doing all the festivals? I don't know. But it's not like Edmonton has like some great body of water that Calgary doesn't. Or, no. you know, it's not like they have some wicked beach that we don't have that. So I don't know. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, our river, I feel, is nicer. It is. It's cleaner. But their river it's, valleys, I mean, they seem to... The river valley is beautiful. Taking advantage of that a little mm, more, maybe? That's a tough one. I know. That's a tough one. Here's the thing, though. And you can't call... The mountains are close, but when you go to them, you're leaving Calgary. Right. Right? Whereas right. in Edmonton, as you said, people actually will stay within the city. So... So are you giving it to Edmonton in the summer? I think I'm I don't know. Wow. 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 I don't like. Wow. I don't want to. I don't want to make haters here. The and Shauna podcast. Well, it was Lunar New Year over the weekend. Yeah. Saturday, mm-hmm. big celebrations. The year of the dragon. Yes. Oh, I'm a dragon. You're an '88, right? Yeah. You're a dragon. I am, which is so badass. That is the. I'm a snack. Mm. I'm a snack. I'm a snack down. <laughs> You're the snack. I'm a snack down. <laughs> I like a dragon better than a snake. The dragon is the coolest animal in the Chinese zodiac. Mm-hmm. There's no question. I know. This, it's the only one that isn't real, so there's that. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> it's the only mythical I'm creature. It's a mythical it's, creature. It's um, me. If you look at the other animals in the Chinese zodiac, Shauna, how would you rank them? Like, dragon is the uncontested number one. Obviously. I'd put tiger at number two. Tiger's number two. I'll Obviously. give you tiger. Yeah. Then uh, it gets a little questionable. I mean. Well, I'm always, I'm a big fan of the rat. The year of the rat. And in my opinion, it's kind of always the year of the rat. The noble rat will always find a way. You know? You're a bit of a rat sometimes. <laughs> I don't like the No. <laughs> no I would not put that in rats too three. high. That's way... That's the bottom. What about monkey? Nobody wants to be a rat. What about the monkey? A monkey's good because he can be goofy. Sure. Monkeys are goofy, so it's kind of in mid-level. <laughs> I'd find a little goofy over there, a monkey. Uh, then what are you looking at? I think horse goes up fairly high. Jeez, you got horse high, hey? Yeah, because it's majestic and strong and fast. Look at the stallions, you know? True, and mm-hmm. horsepower has taken us. Yes. was a big part of the reason we are where we are. Totally. Rabbits, super quick, efficient, good, you know? The rabbit? I'd put that up oh, there. Jeez, I got the rabbit near the bottom. No, do you? Well, that's, I mean, I have the pig <laughs> near the bottom. Do you? Yeah. Pigs are smart. Pigs yeah, but they're pigs. I guess so. I don't know. I just wouldn't want to be a pig. Like, I'm thinking about me and having to be these animals. I'm like, I wouldn't want to proudly say I'm a pig. You're looking at it through that lens, you know what I'm hey? saying? That's where I'm what going if- with this. Yeah. <laughs> This is really good. Okay, because if it's what you want to be, I don't want to be a snake, (laughs) but I think the snake is a cool animal. Mm -hmm. So I'd put, if we're just going like, what's the coolest animal, I'd put snake pretty high. Okay. What about the ox? 
How do you know. feel about oxen? I didn't even put that one in my list. I forgot about the ox. That one kind of just goes. It's not on the list, hey. It's just kind of like whatever. It's neutral. I mean, it's good. It's not. It's not bad. It's not great. It's kind of mid level, I'd say, for the ox. There are going to be some people who are upset that we don't have the dog ranked higher. Well, this is the thing. Because again, are we going through like? I love dogs. Don't want to be a dog necessarily. So I had it fairly low. Do you really want to be any of these more than a dragon? No, dragon's what I really want to be, and I am. So Are you in agreement? Maybe that the- I should just opt out of this because I'm already winning. I am the dragon. Okay. Rooster is pretty is pretty low on I my don't list. Know what to do with that one, honestly? Yeah, rooster's down there with wakes you up and annoys you in the morning. That's rabbit. all it does. I don't want to be that. Actually, that's what we're doing right now. Maybe I am a rooster. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I want to try something, Shauna. Okay. Um, do you have your phone on you? I do. Can you open up Instagram for me? I would like us to trade phones here with our Instagram accounts open. Don't worry. I'm not going to look at anything private. Okay. No private messages or anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, but when you go to, when you open your Instagram, that little magnifying glass in the bottom. Yeah. So that's like, it's for searching, but it also gives you all of what Instagram thinks you're into, right? Yeah. It's all the posts that they think you're going to look at. Can we take a look at what each other's looks like? Yeah. Okay. Uh, reach across there. Okay. Let's see. Oh All my right. God. <laughs> Yours is so much different than mine. I know. What? <laughs> okay. That's hilarious. Okay. Yours is lots of like recipes and stuff. Yeah. And yours lots is of recipes. Giant gains. This guy has massive biceps. This guy. Oh my God. And then there's a lot of girls that are ripped. <laughs> Just muscles, hey? There's Just so many mu- muscles on Muscles. <laughs> Uh, you got some snowboarding, obviously, which I expected to see. Some yeah. skiing. Uh-huh. A uh, lot of recipes. Yeah. There's tons of recipe stuff. Yeah. Well, this is, is the thing. Is that what you're using Instagram for? Well, yeah. But this is the thing is I tend to not go on Instagram all that often. So okay. I think it, it's kind of a weird, like, uh, this a is weird. amazing. Oh, my God. Look at this you girl. Got some, oh, this is Jennifer Aniston. You got some uh, hockey stuff on here. Yeah. That's from Cliff, probably. Um... A lot of stuff but, that people send me to, yeah. Yeah, it's primarily like recipes. Yeah, so that's lame. And Yours is way better. How do I curate mine to be like this? What else is on there? Is it just muscles or it's, what else are they showing? There's on? a lot of naked women that are very in <laughs> shape. Sorry, not fully naked, of course, but this lady's trying on some pants. I don't even go looking for that or anything. I think it's just like... It I, is weird. This my is, eyes probably linger too long when one comes up and then they're like, oh, you like that. There's a sale on some uh, hockey sticks here. For a while, it was showing me just like uh, modified off road vehicles. Boobs. Oh yeah, you got some. You got some trucks in here too. Lots of trucks, trucks, trucks and boobs and trucks muscles. And, oh boy. Wow, that's <laughs> that's good. I mean, like, there you go. Checks you, out. You can even tell, like, if you just look at yours versus mine, that, that this is a woman's Instagram. Totally. And then mine's a man's, right? Like, yeah. This is just. Like I said, a lot of recipes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, your wife sends me a few of those uh, recipes. Oh, God. Recipes. Do, uh, yeah. Get it back here. So that's s- Now good. I want to see, my, try to see mine through your eyes, see how bad it is. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, my God. <laughs> trucks this, and muscles. That's bad. <laughs> also, this pizza looks delicious. <laughs> so, Begler, I'm pretty adventurous with food, as you know. Yeah, we're like polar opposites when it comes to that, aren't uh, yeah. we? Yeah, I'll try everything once. Like, it doesn't matter. I love trying different stuff. If I don't know what it is, I'll be like, oh, sure, I'll give it a go. And, of course, Japan is a great place to do that because there's tons of weird stuff on uh, menus and stuff. So I went crazy and I tried all kinds of stuff I haven't tried before. Um, 
One of them, though, I saw it on the menu and I didn't look up what it was, which normally I don't. If it has a questionable name, I'll be like, no, just have a bite it. and then yeah. go for it. So I did that uh, and it was at the sushi place and it said Codmill tempura is what it was called. And if you don't know what tempura is, I then, don't. OK, so it's it's fried. So because it was fried, I was like, OK, it's going to taste good because it's just going to have this like nice light batter on it. Yep. So I was like, OK, I've had tempura before. I know that cod is obviously a fish. So that's cool. So uh, the middle part, I didn't really know. But I was like, let's give this a go. So it comes and looks a little weird. It's a bit jiggly, but it has this like tempura fried batter on it. So I'm like, OK, that's cool. And I take a bite of it. And I was like, I don't know what this is. And people are like, what is it? No one else wanted to try it. And I was like, well, it. Tastes a bit like mayonnaise, like fried mayonnaise is what this tastes like. It's weird, but I was like, Meh, you know, it's, it's fine. It tastes like tempura, really. It doesn't have that much of a taste. So then a few minutes go by and friend was like, I'm going to look up what that was. I was like, all right, here we are. Pecker, do you want to Google cod milt tempura? Or How just do I spell cod, that? Just cod milt, M-I-L-T. Cod milt. Cod milt, cod milt sushi? We'll just say cod milt and it'll cod come milt. up. Cod milt, okay, mm-hmm. let's see. So what was <laughs> Uh, the, the sperm sack of various fish. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So that's what I ate. <gasps> it <laughs> so, looks disgusting. Like maggots. Yeah. It's doesn't look good. Um, no, maybe no, no. It looks like a brain. Mm-hmm. It is a brain. Oh my goodness. So that's what I ate. The and then sperm sack of fish. Of course, we revisit what it uh, tastes like. I was like, God, it tastes a little like mayo. And so I heard that. I was like, well, it checks out. So uh, I ate the sperm what? sack of fish. That is, that's the new one for me. I think that's up there on the strangest thing I've ever eaten. But That's disgusting. Yeah, it, <laughs> and it tastes a little like mayo, just so you know. Okay, so there you go. It's soft and creamy. And What do you give it as a rating? I'm going to give it a two out of ten. Okay. Well then, I, if I mean, if I ate that, I would be dead right now. You would probably <laughs> if you die. called it two out of ten. If it was adventurous for you, yeah, it was. A I thing. wouldn't be here anymore. It's the yeah, innards and sperm sack of fish. So here we are, eight sperm sack. It's a new. It's a new. If you ever did see that, cod melt on a menu, by the way, just so everyone knows, that's what it is. Did that at all? That'd be a fun um, euphemism too for sure the would, other thing. Yep. Would you? Would you? You can see your cod melt. Would yep. you? Uh, did that put you off trying other things nope. on the trip? No, you're nope. just like. Chalk up the loss and get right back into it. Absolutely. Everyone looked at me and was like, you're insane. I was like, you know what, guys? I, yep. That's it. Let's move on now. Yeah. I'm just going to keep eating my sushi here. <laughs> no, thank you. You, no, you don't want to try a little cocktail no. tomorrow? <laughs> You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna download. After Hours with Mariah and Ty, a weekly podcast that brings this dynamic duo to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f*** they're going to say f***. Find After Hours with Mariah and Ty wherever you get your podcasts.